Hi. So Hi. Cynthia, Hi. Michelle, Michelle, Hi. Cynthia. She's Hi. in Hi. she's in Port, uh, Oregon. So like we're all over the place right now. We're Dallas, Oregon, and Michelle, where are you actually like located? Like where is your where are you at right now? I'm Melbourne, Australia. Okay, so I like geography, but you know, like where in Australia the map is is Melbourne. <laughs> so the map of Australia on like the east coast, okay, the very bottom. Okay. Oh, nice, nice. Okay. Like the Florida of the U.S. Maybe. So it's hot and humid in, we, in Melbourne. We have seven states. Like it's, and that's hard for me. I can't even imagine like fifty-two. Like that. I, yeah, they definitely beat it into us. So yeah, you know, we have to learn the fifty states and then the fifty capitals. So it's definitely uh, but yeah, but uh, yo, yo, thank you for so much for coming on. I mean, you know, I know we follow each other on social media, and you know, like I reached out to you. You know, like your content is pretty. Like, do you cuss because we cuss in this channel? Are you open I to do, cussing? Yeah. Okay, good. You know, so don't hold back. Like I told you, you, you know, get a drink, relax. This is nothing. Foul mouth, Obi. Yes. <laughs> Just a little, little, little. I told you, I got my bottle of Coquito. I've been trying to finish this bottle of Coquito since, uh, like, Christmas. Are, are we recording that. now? Like, do, am I late to the party? Yeah, we've been recording. Oh, shoot. Okay. <laughs> but we haven't Hello. done the intro yet, you know. Just, this is just trying to, you know. Um, yeah, so I was telling Michelle, you know, I, I was, you know, I follow her on social media, and so I was like, you know what, I'm I'm really digging your content, and you know, and, and you being Latina and Australia, it's like okay, like I don't know an Australian person, so I was like, perfect, she'd be the first one I talk to, you know. So I was like, you know, so I gotta talk Very to cool. her, you know, I gotta see, you know, what's it like being brown. I saw one of your your videos about you know being brown and being accepted, you know, and and. I guess in that culture and you know and I'm sure Australia is a melting pot so you know we haven't started yet this is just you know a little a wrap up of what we're gonna do so you know I'm, I'm just spitballing here so yeah so you're so right like it's um it's a melting pot so yeah we are and we have very uh, what I've gathered and I think you're actually also the first Latinos in the U.S. that I've spoken to in this way really um yeah we have a very experience as Latinos here in Australia to what you experience in the US. I'm sure we'll get down to it, but Heck yeah. we actually minority. People don't even know too much about us, whereas in the US it's totally Well of course. I mean like I said, I mean so I'm Salvadorian by blood because my parents are from El Salvador. So I went to this carnival that they do in their little town um in San Miguel and I I met some Australians from like, you know, that that flew from Australia that are Salvadorian but now living abroad. And I'm like, first of all, why the hell did you go way out there for? I mean you could have <laughs> you could have gone to the you could have gone to Mexico, you could have gone to US, but you travel half across the world literally to another country, you know, just to make a living out there. So and you know, I don't know, like if you're like a firstborn Australian, you know, or a first generation, you know, or, you know. So that's another. Yeah. Oh, so you are like a firstborn. Oh, nice. Okay, cool, cool. All right, so I'm gonna do like a quick intro, and then you know, then we'll start. You know, so let me take one quick shot. You know, because I gotta hype myself up because it's hot as hell here in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's hot inside where now? It's hot right here in Texas right now. Is it really? 
No, it's it's sixty two right now. Oh God, it's hotter here. <laughs> well, you live up in the northwest, so it's always cool. So with that being no, said, no, always in the summer, it's, it's not that cold. Oh my God, are we gonna do this in front of Michelle? Oh uh, yeah, sorry, Michelle. <laughs> We're going to argue for the Michelle right now, like for real. <laughs> yeah. So Michelle, you have to understand our dynamic. We, I think we're, we're kind of new friends, right? We've been friends for a really long time, but just recently, like we started really interacting with each other, but I feel like we're those type of friends that you feel like you've known forever. At least that's, that's how I feel. But we're also like, we bicker like old married couple. It's hilarious. You'll see. Love that. <laughs> Love that. So she's my IG bestie, so, you know. Nice. <laughs> but you guys, like, you know, you have a good, like, that sort of yin and yang, get along, nice dynamic. I can sense it from my side. Oh, my goodness. Is that a I'm compliment or are you just being, like, a smart ass right now? No. But <laughs> <laughs> that being said, welcome to the channel. Welcome, everybody that's joining us tonight. And tonight, Ooh, it's a good one because not only because it's me, but tonight we I'm talking to people from all over the place right now. I got somebody in Oregon. She's a special co-host tonight. She's been on the show. Uh, actually, hey, hey. my last show we recorded how we first met officially at at in Utah. Uh, but not only that, but we also have a special guest all the way from down under, like far, far, far away. Um, I follow her on Instagram. Her page is um, Amiga Mia. Um, I reached out to her because I follow her on, on social media. And I love, her, I love her content. I love her positivity vibes. It's, uh, it's, it's refreshing, especially, you know, being she's Latina from Chilean descent. So she's South American and an Australian. So I'm like, yo, that right there. I can't let that go. I got to reach out to her. I might come out as a creep, be like, "Hey, by the way, I, I have a podcast. You want to?" We're like the second. I was, you're the second person that he's creeped on Instagram. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> I mean, listen, like you know, so I didn't want to come out as a creep. So I was like, "Hey, by the way, I'll follow you on social media. I got a podcast. I love to talk to you and pick your brain to see what's it like being brown in a different country that I know nothing of besides." kangaroos and marsupials and koalas and it's a pretty badass accent you know and of course our page to steve <laughs> irwin crikey but that's the only australian that i know so with that being said michelle welcome to the show hi guys oh, welcome. <laughs> welcome to the show glad to be here well honestly first... oh sorry no no go ahead go ahead no i was just gonna say um no like yeah i've um i guess it's been such a great opportunity for me to have Instagram because I've been able to talk to different people across the world. Um, and people often, when they find out that I'm a Latina from Australia, it's an instant trip out, you know, like we didn't even know you existed. Um, <laughs> same thing when I meet like Latinas in the UK, same thing. I'm like, I didn't even know you existed because I guess a lot of us, we look to, um, the representation in the U.S. Correct. or the just native representation in Latin America, or of course what they call quote the motherland in in Spain. Um, you know those are the points of reference for us. 
But then there are these pockets of minorities in Australia, New Zealand, UK. Um, there's a small community in South Africa as well. And this beautiful community has given me an opportunity to meet like-minded Latinos around the globe. Um, and in particular in the US, because you guys are, what I love is you guys are leading the conversation and that's what we want to tap into. So thank you for having me. And oh, thank you for finding Of course. <laughs> I came. I honestly, I don't remember how how I came across your page, but you know, like I love your content and your videos, and I did notice um, this past week that you had said something. You know, all your followers to put your followers to put. You know, soy orgullosa de ser latino or, or latina. I was like, yo, like that's some pretty about like some bomb ass shit right there. You know, I was like, because I have yet to say that done here in the states, and then you know somebody from way have across the world to pull some stuff up like that i was like yo like that right there you know it's it's respect you know so i give you respect for that you know for doing that and tapping into your latin culture out there thank you thank you and i think the reason why i did that is because in australia um we, we classified as a minority so oh, as an know. example <laughs> yeah i know right? i mean like, we're taking well, over we're here and we're still minority here no but i mean yeah. but, but we're about to take over in a couple of months you, you have the Texas perspective, though. There's <laughs> Texas is all Latinos, right? Because it's right there. It's all Mexicans um, and Salvadorians yeah. in Texas, guys. Yeah. So I think as you as you go north from you know Central South America and Mexico, you become more of a minority. Like up here in Oregon, we still feel like a minority. Really? Oh, yeah. we might not. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what happens when you get like that is at least. For us, it was a whole process of educating people what a Latino was. Because, like, mm -hmm. growing up in primary school, which I think is your version of... Yeah, I was going to ask you that. Elementary school. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Primary, <laughs> like, elementary, middle school, and high school for us. Like, what's it for there? Well, what's it called there? I mean, I don't know. So primary school and high school, and that's it. And then you go into, like, university, which I think you guys say is college. College, yeah. College, university. Yeah. So my version of primary... Um, yeah, like people would call me Torres Strait Islander or Islander or like a mix between Asian and something else because they didn't, like, what are you? What are you? We don't get you. And I'd be like, my, I'm Chilean. You know, my parents are Chilean. Um, and they didn't know what that was or where to even point that in the map. Seriously? Um, yeah. So I felt like my whole life, um, and they didn't teach Spanish at school. In school, they taught French or German or, or Cantonese or Japanese. So a lot of Australians aren't educated on what a Latino is. So that's why some of these videos that I'm starting to make, like Orgullosa de Ser Latina, it's saying we're showing up, we're educating you on who we are, but also we're proud because we went through a couple of years, certainly first gens, and even those who've been here for a couple of years of just going through the struggle of educating people on who we are. And now we've reached that stage finally where we can be like, nah, and we're here to show up and we're here to be proud of who we are as well. Ooh, I feel that's that amazing. passion. I feel that passion coming. Like, that fire. Rawr, that's fire. Rawr. <laughs> Speaking of which, I love that shirt that you're wearing. I was about to say, I was about to say uh, that. I was about to say that. Go and promote your brand. Is it a sweater or is it like a, a long sleeve shirt? What happened was I, um, this what is happened was, when people say what happened was, it's followed by a lie. So, no, <laughs> I hear in the states true. when somebody says what had happened was, it's some kind of bullshit followed behind that. So, no, it means that a story is coming. And it's usually a good story. <laughs> so, tell us the story about your sweater and tell us what it says. What happened? Go, Go ahead. ahead. <laughs> Go ahead, Michelle. So, 
sorry i think it just dropped out oh um, oh no come back find it um i made a because i felt at the time i was i wanted to be like a diosa and i was in, embracing my inner goddess and then Ooh. i couldn't find any of this sort of like i don't know the wording um so i, I designed it and then i sold a few of them yeah oh did and you I kept... really i thought you bought it on like amazon or something okay it's uh, awesome it says Diosa it vibe on it. I Love like it. it yeah i was gonna make a comment but you know i was like I'll let Cynthia go ahead and take that over. But like I know you, you. <laughs> I know you just tapped into a little bit, you know, of the culture. But like for those who don't know, like ourselves and the ones who that are listening, like tell us a little bit of, of your background. Like, how did your parents from Chile, which is like way down South South America, how did they end up in, in Australia? Yeah, so my so I guess my family, um first of all, I was born and raised in Australia first gen. But my family, um, they were living in Chile and it was part of the, and I'm probably not going to speak to this correctly because it's just so much to it. Yeah. Um, but there was, there was a civil war. Um, there and you know, Chet involved? You know, Chet, exactly. I know my history. Um, and so, yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> um, and they took refuge in, in, in Sweden. Okay. Sweden opened it. There was some type of agreement there, and you'll see there's a really big community of Chileans um, and Peruvians in, in Sweden wow. and Norway. And then my family stayed there for a few years, and then they got an opportunity and a visa to come to Australia. Um, and that's they arrived here like the late 70s, and that's a big community of Chileans um, in, in Australia for that reason. Wow! So from that's really interesting. So so even though. Uh, Latinos are, I feel like, probably a small percentage of the population. There's still a community within that small population. That's that's amazing. Yeah, there's about, um, I think there's a half a million of us in total since the last consensus, which was done a couple of years ago. In Chile, I mean, not in Chile, in Australia. In Australia, yeah. Half a million. But that's Latinos total. Okay, Latinos, okay. I thought it was just Chilean. Okay, okay. So... Do you? Wow, that's like nothing. Half five hundred thousand people of Latino descent or, or Latinos in all of Australia. Holy cow! That's like the city I live in. I can't imagine. That. So, Very small. so you being first gen, born and raised in Australia, and of course, you don't find a lot of people talking Spanish there. So, Spanish was it taught at home only at the house, yeah. and then outside the house, it was. Is it English or Australian? Like, what do you guys like? What do you guys speak? English, Australian, British? I mean, like, what is it? Australian is English, Obi. What are you talking about? Well, I mean, like, I, I don't know. Like, this is the <laughs> ignorance. I mean, this is my ignorance side, or just I don't know. I mean, I love history, so I want to know. Like, what's okay? Like for us here, it's Spanglish, right? For us, bilingual is Spanish. Spanish is not a language. What? <laughs> CS, CS. So in Australia, no do you guys? Or do you speak Spanglish, or like how would you call it? Spanish English, Spanish Australian. I mean, I don't know. Like, what is? <laughs> it's we we speak um like what they say UK or British English. Um, so our you'll see our English is a little bit more um the the, the it's structured in the way that the English have structured their English. Okay. So um, especially in particular states, they actually sound like they are from Britain. Um, but but yeah, no, definitely. I speak Spanglish. So at home, I was born and raised with my parents. I didn't know a drop of English. Okay. So they had up, and I I was um, I I spoke 
Spanish at home, Spanish with my like my tias, my tios, my abuelos, all my family friends. And at school, I had to learn English pretty quickly. And I um, I was put in ESL, which me is too, English. Me too. Me too. What's yeah. up, me ESL? Three, oh yeah, shit, yeah, us yeah, three. So what's up? <laughs> <laughs> the little slow bus, but but we made it. We made it. We made it. Speak for yourself, Obi. Yeah. So up. yeah. And then, Slowly started to, um, you know, get better. And, and, and in terms of Aussie English, we definitely, Australians are known for abbreviating everything. So, for example, instead of saying, like, how's your afternoon, we say, how's your Savo? Or, like, do you want to go to the service station? Let's go to the servo. Or, like, we cut and abbreviate so many different words. So that's why we also have a little bit of, when we speak Spanglish, it's like an Australian Spanglish, and it's really weird. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, give us an example. Right, hell yeah. Yeah, well, like, one of them, like, I was, I did a video before, and it was like, like, we would say, like, hi, like, no, we would say, hola, how you going? Um, ¿Cómo estás? ¿Cómo está tu amigo, tu familia? Oh, yeah, no worries. Hey, like, we just, the way that we abbreviate things, it's really just oversimplified. Like, we don't have too much depth or structure to our sentences. Um, yeah, and a lot, yeah, like, as I said, a lot of abbreviation. So what you're telling me is that you, you guys are just lazy when you guys talk. <laughs> That's a, all of that, you could have just summarized and said, we're just lazy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, but that's what I'm that's what I'm hearing is like, oh, abbreviation. No, no, fuck that. Basically, like, we're just lazy. I mean, we don't pronunciate everything. You know, <laughs> we just half ass our words and that's it. <laughs> that's the that's Aussies. Yeah. <laughs> Australians, we call ourselves Aussies. You know, fun fact, Australians came up with the word selfie. Selfie. Yeah. How, how the hell did Australians come up with the word selfie? Because it's like a photo that you take of oneself. Oh, let's take a selfie, mate. Selfie. Oh, that makes sense. Shit. You know, we just got school tonight. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I, remember... I got a selfie stick, by the way. It's my best They're friend the best. when I travel. Of course you do, Obi. It's my best friend when of I travel. Uh huh. So I, I, um, one thing that stuck with me, uh, is the word Mac, Mac, uh, for McDonald's. What do you guys call McDonald's? Mac is. Yeah, I don't know why I know that. Like that Australians call it Mackers. Mac. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm saying it wrong because I don't have the accent. But no, no, no. You said it perfectly. Mackers. Yeah. We never. We just go. Let's go to Mackers. Let's go to Mackers. Yeah. Just lazy. Just lazy. Like what happened to Arnold? <laughs> why can't you say McDonald's or like Mickey D's? Nah, Mackers. It's just the way it is, Obi. It can't so, be yeah. your way. <laughs> I right, so growing up in school in primary, being being brown, did you at one point? Because I saw this on one of your videos that you like struggling to feel comfortable in your own skin. Brown, black hair, big butt. I mean, come on, curves. I mean, Latinas have curves. All right, just call it a, just call it what it is. And so, I know you said that you struggled with that. I mean, was it like a big struggle, or did you like really, really have a big time trying to fit in? I um, I went to a predominantly Caucasian school, and I, I don't know if it's just my suburb that I was in or my region but like every Latina I speak to in Australia they had a very similar experience really? and yeah the ideal of beauty is like the Australian on the media they only show Caucasians with blonde blue eyes like all the news TV presenters are all like that even in modern day now I feel like northern hemisphere are more progressive in that space but we're still catching up we're not even close to where you guys are at 
so seeing all that in the media when i had like growing up i had black curly hair yeah i had big lips dark skin um and then people would just question like why do i look like that i remember a young boy his name was harry blonde hair blue eyes sat next to me in in school and he said why do you have big lips oh, it looks harry, so right what the hell is wrong oh. with harry you know what let's call I him know, you know, well, let's call him right now and yeah please do <laughs> <laughs> trauma um <laughs> no harry probably now wishes that he was with a latina lady right with big lips, so. uh, absolutely he's um, you know like i you, you don't realize it like almost leaves like scars in your psychological mind like in your mind um and there was a few other incidents like that where people would just look at me and say you know why why like why do you like why is your hair curly and black i don't get it like why and then i would i dyed my hair blonde and caramel like all throughout high school because i wanted to look a certain way um i used to put uh lipstick that was skin color so it wouldn't stand out um i used to oh not go God. to the beach because i didn't i was scared to um get too dark i remember my friends would be like oh you look too dark now it's kind of gross um what? That, that's wow. That that must be really traumatizing as a as a young woman growing up and trying to, you know, fit into your own skin. I mean, that's hard anyway, no matter what you look like as a Latina, as a woman in general. But add on those factors, I imagine that that must have been terribly tough for you. Very. Yeah. yeah. So going through that experience currently now, do you still feel that image, or like, do you still get asked like, why do you look like that? I mean, it's 2022. I mean, you know, racism isn't going anywhere anytime soon. But, you know, being an Australian, predominantly Caucasian, do you, I mean, has it finally been accepted? That's a really good question. I would say no. Um, I would say it's really? more, I would say it's more accepted, definitely. And that's because the younger generation are demanding it. They won't accept anything less. So I feel like the minorities and the younger generation won't accept anything less. But it's certainly in Australia, the baby boomers are the dominant uh, generation. They've got the wealth, the power at this point in time. They're the ones dictating what goes on media, who makes decisions. So there's still a little bit of unacceptance. And then we just have to navigate ourselves through that. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's still a little bit. But I'm, I'm really glad to see, like, the younger generations. And there's a huge movement at the moment with women of colour coming out in Australia I've tapped into a little bit in my professional life, my professional working life. Like in now in my LinkedIn, I've got like Latin American Australian. I used to just have like customer experience and support strategy and operations. But now I'm like, no, fuck that. I'm going to represent myself Ooh, as well. Oh, did you drop an F-bomb right now? Oh, shit. He just dropped an <laughs> F-bomb. What's up? <laughs> Yo, that deserves a round of applause. Yeah. That right there. That deserves a shout out and a round of applause because because that came out fierce. That came out. Yeah. So for those listening, that was Yosa vibe. Like yes, <laughs> yes, <Exactly. Yeah. laughs> yes. Yo. That is so interesting, though, because even though um, you know the typical Australian is is light skin, uh, blonde hair, blue eyes, there has to be brunettes that are Australian. Like my mind is struggling to understand how um, our melanin would be unaccepted when there are brunettes naturally and Caucasian people too. So I think it goes beyond the appearance and where I start to see it a little bit more is when it comes to um, like elements of la cultura, music, 
you know, mm-hmm. if like if you're in somewhere where the music is, is, is loud and we're doing like, you know, with Latinos, we've got a lot of family, a lot of noise, a lot of dancing, a lot of drinking, a lot of this. Um, and if you're in primarily Caucasian, for them, it's almost unacceptable. You know, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? Why are you being so loud? Why are you carrying on like this? It's just not, why are you speaking so loud? It's unacceptable. Um, I so it's more like the, the culture, the ingrained habits and the. Okay. No, because I do that with them own. I do that with my own people. With my own selfies, yo, like, why are you being so damn loud? I mean, like, stop being a salvie. <laughs> That's different. That's different. She's talking about, you're talking about just everyday, how oh, we damn, teach each bad. other, our, our everyday music, you know. Kind of like Obi, this morning you posted something about visiting your abuelita, right, at the cemetery. And across the street, there was a, a little mall that was, like, blasting bachata music. Yeah, they were blasting loud. And I was like, shoot, I'm going to go hang out with them after I visit my grandmother. I, mean, I'm a, <laughs> I can't pay my respect to my grandmother. And I'm going to go across the street and that's a little, a little bachata or something. <laughs> so can you imagine that in Australia? Like, a, a, a little shopping mall with just Latin music blasting? I was going to say, because Michelle, so this should have happened last weekend, but Michelle double booked herself because she because she got it like that so, so she was like hey by the way she trying to be professional can we reschedule I'm like nah like, you double booked yourself she's like yeah i did <laughs> oh my God. but it turns out like that same day like she was at some street festival you know that i saw on on, on your stories that i was like oh shit you know i mean all types of music a lot of like small business owners are latinos you know and and so that's what captain made me like yo like i need to talk to her about the way of life of being brown in Australia. And then I hear the music in the background. So I was like, yo, okay. So I perdono because she double booked herself. But she's out working. You know, she's out working at a, at a Latin festival. So I let this one slide. So oh. tell us more about that festival. Like what was, like what was that festival about? I mean, about. Yeah, that was, um, so that's a festival that happens once a year in Melbourne. There's a couple of them, but that one um, is, is was a special one because it was the first one since all the lockdown stuff's been happening okay and um in with amiga mia i have a lot of people who've been following me for various different reasons in the australian community in latin community and a lot of them were there and so i was like wow this is an opportunity for me not only just to get out of the house to you know submerse myself in the latin culture which i haven't done in too much lately Correct. and also meet all these people um and then i i went there with the mindset to to uh, meet people first and foremost and showcase the event on my stories, but more so than having fun. I had okay. fun towards the very end. Oh, um, is that behind the scenes that you didn't show? Yeah. <laughs> Look at it. <you> see? <laughs> it's behind the scenes well, that that didn't make the final cut, but that's okay. Do tell us what, what did you do behind the scenes, Michelle? Go ahead, tell us. No, just behind the scenes, like a, in front of the scenes is meeting all the business owners, <laughs> yeah. tagging La, la, la. But then behind the scenes, you know, just like dancing, <laughs> having fun, low. yeah, having yeah. fun. But like, okay, you know, getting, salsa, merengue, or bachata, or vallenato, in any Ooh. particular order. No, no, no. I'll take it back. Uh, like one being your favorite, you know, two, three, four, five. Salsa, merengue, bachata, vallenato. Uh, for sure, it has to be uh, salsa number one for me. I like I, I love that music. 100% dancing or listening. Okay. Um, second, merengue. I fell in love with merengue because I'm pretty sure that Elvis Crespi song, Crespo. I was about to say Suavemente. Crespi. Like, oh, that's his name now? Crespi? Is that how Australians <laughs> call him? <laughs> Crespi? <laughs> that one? Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, Suavemente, like, that sold me into merengue. 
and then mm. but because fuck that's a sexy dance i don't know how to dance to it but i would love to learn and the last one i don't know the last one what's the last one Bayonetta Bayonetta? it's a lot like colombian music like um like carlo beavis is colombian yeah and like um What's that other one? The one that was like super popular back so in the Carlos 80s. Vives. Like 80s and 90s. Love Carlos Vives. Yeah, well, he sings. Lambada? Lambada. Is it Lambada Vallenato? No, I think that's Brazilian. Uh, I don't know what they. I don't know what they dance. So hold on. No, it's stuck in my. Anyway, sorry. I'm still stuck with you being Latina and I know how to dance bachata. Like I'm dumb. I am like. Yeah, because you know what? No one dances bachata. You have to go to like a school around the corner, and it's like. A lot of the Latin schools here, they're either like, I don't know, like super, I don't know, part of a nightclub. And, you know, if you just want to do casual social bachata dancing, then it's all like the other communities jumping in. And it's a bit unco because they're learning how to actually get the ritmo before they actually get the dance right. Um, but yeah, it's not, bachata's not common here at all. It's really? very rare. More salsa than everyone does. So there's no Dominicans out there? There's small, very small percentage of Central Americans or so that sort of region here. So even the other one that I like, I know it's not necessarily like full Latino, but it's um, is it Kisomba? Kisomba? I think, oh yeah, 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 from Brazil, isn't it from yeah, Brazil? I think that's Brazilian. Yeah, Zambada, yeah, yeah. There's not either. You know, that stuff we don't really see much. Uh, so where do you yeah. go, like, for a night out with your boyfriend or your husband? Like, where do you go out for, like, you know, to have a fun night, uh, a Latin night in Melbourne? Uh, yeah, like we just go to the local clubs, really. Um, there's there's always like what they call token Latino clubs in in Melbourne or Sydney. <laughs> what is or token? In, in... What is token Latino like? Token because it's like that. Like even growing up, there's one, two, three max clubs in the whole city. Okay. That are Latinos, and they have like typical like reggaeton, an R and B room, okay. a salsa room. Oh, okay, okay. And, and they've got the same DJs that just rotate. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And you see the same people every time. It's like, hey, and they're all being dated. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's like you again. <laughs> oh, like, you no, again. I don't want to dance with you tonight. I, I saw you last week, and I danced with you last yeah. weekend. Like, same dance moves, same turns. I'm bored. Yeah, 100%. So, are there many, being business owners and stuff, are there like a lot of Latin stores out there where you can go buy, you know, Latin products? There is, but they're not, it's very fragmented in terms of people knowing they exist. And they're all very, very small. Like we call them mom and pop shops or of mom course. and dad shops. Yeah. Like, yeah. But we, yeah, here in Australia, what gets advertised is those businesses that have enough money to go onto like, like um, the TV or like big social media campaigns. But that's why a big part of my Miga Mia as well, every now and then, I think like maybe once a, a fortnight, I should probably do it more often, is advertise the Latino-owned businesses um, because people don't exist. And these people actually, this this is the revenue that they need in order to, you know, pay the bills. Correct. Okay. So well, I have a question for you. Go ahead. Kind of related to this. Food. Here, there's, you know, taquerias everywhere. There's Mexican record restaurants everywhere. You can find pupuserias down the road. There's, like, Guatemalan bakeries down the road from my house. Um, you can pretty much find un poco de todo. So what is it like in Australia if Latinos are like a minuscule part of the community? Are there stores? Are there, can I, like, if I were to go to Australia and say, I want to open a Mexican restaurant, can I find Maseca? Can I find Chile? Can I find, like, what is, what is the Latin food scene like 
fair? It's a really good question. So, first of all, Mexicans are the smallest percentage of Latin Americans in Australia. Ugh, it's a trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That blows my brain. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so when time I meet a Mexican, I'm like, yo, like, you Mexican? <laughs> like, I didn't meet like billions wow. argentinians colombians they're like the dominant ones um and so that being said most of the restaurants here are like um Col- there's a lot of colombian restaurants Ooh, um, um or there's a lot of like um little little carts that sell churros so churros empanadas um and then like what is the one of the colombians is it arepas arepas yeah <laughs> arepas yeah, yeah that, that's everything that you see the only um like and there's only very few what you would call like really well established restaurants that everyone knows that are latin american and they're really like hard to find but when you find them they're amazing but then of course we have the other food chains we've got Go- guzman and gomez taco bell taco bell only recently tapped into australia like talking last year wow, like, wow. Well, shit, you in the movies now we've got a taco bell in australia <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Taco Bell doesn't count, and I will die on this pedestal. It is not Mexican food like that. Is. Taco Bell is not Mexican. Yeah. Taco Bell is not Mexican. No. <laughs> uh-uh. Mad Mex, Guzman and Gomez, and Taco Bell, and then that's where everyone's like, "Oh, I want to get some Spanish food, Latin food. I'm going to go to like, you know, um, Mad Mex." I'm like, "Okay, you do you, but you know, yeah. that's not going <laughs> up." Okay, like, don't. <laughs> oh man, Obi, you know what we should do? We should go to Australia and open up like a legit taqueria. I can't yes. imagine like a life without tacos, you know, especially for especially like if you go out one night, you know, have a late night, you're out dancing or whatever, and then afterwards, what do you do? You go have tacos, like like late night street tacos. I can't imagine that that's like not a thing in Australia. We we have kebabs, like I would say the equivalent of the the is it taquerias? Taquerias, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we would have kebabs. Like, we've got a really dominant um, Greek community in Australia, mm-hmm. and then they do lamb kebabs and all those sorts of things, or the Lebanese community is really, really big here. So that, I would oh. say, is more prominent than the any Latin American food. Wow. So, so I'm going to go open up a taqueria in Australia. Please. <laughs> Legit. Like, with birria, can you imagine? Birria, I don't think she knows what birria is. Do you know what birria is, Michelle? No. Yeah, okay. She... <laughs> birria, oh, I'm going to start early. <laughs> birria is like, it's like a, um, like a braise. You can make it from like beef or, or chivo, but you braise it in like a red salsa and you let it go all day. You shred it. You put it in a taco, cebolla, cilantro, limoncito, una salsa. Delicious. Michelle's like, I don't know what half, of, half that is, but it sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> it's delicious, I promise. I'm gonna come. So let me translate for her. Birria. Let me translate for her. Birria is. Do you guys have in Chile like consume, like the broth? You know, like you stew yeah. a, a a pot roast, right? Mm-hmm. A, a, a a pot roast, and you let it stew overnight for like ever. You shred it apart. So that's birria for the Mexicans. You see, I'm yeah. over here like, you know what? I should be a translator. I mean, damn. <laughs> I'm traveling from Mexican no, then, to Australian Chilean. I mean, shit, I'm, I'm all over the place today. I will open a taqueria and birreria on one side, and then you can open a pupuseria on the other side. Do you know what pupusas are, Michelle? No. Oh, my God. Oof. Again. Okay. Pupusa. Basically. We, we need to bring this to Australia, Obi. You have no 
no idea like how urgent I feel like I I'm on my way. Right uh, now. I got my coquito. Are. I'm on my way. <laughs> we like we like this is for like it would go wild here if it came. I mean, it. it's good. So, I was asking about your Spanish. So, how about now that we got you know about your little personal life, you know, this and this and that. Oh, okay. Oh, another question before we go to your, you know, to your social media, the amiga amiga part, soccer, football, right? I'm sure you're a fan. Mm -hmm. Chile or Australia? Who do you go for? Oh, 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 okay. Yeah, this is my dilemma growing up with my parents. Okay. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> My my brother's born in Chile. Um, my, my my parents obviously born in Chile as well. They go for Chile Colo Colo. No matter, no matter what happens, if the FIFA World Cup comes up, that's number one. Okay. Um, and then me, I because I identify as a Chozzy, which is a Chilean Aussie put oh, together. Nice. I like that Chozzy. Okay, I like that. A Chozzy. Um, then I I go for both. And then, but if they're both going against each other, I don't know. There's something inside me that, by default, I always choose Chile. Oh, okay. I it's in it's, the heart. It's in your heart. It's in the blood. Mm. So, all right. So now, yeah. now that we've got the tough questions out the way, you know, sports wise, Amiga Mia, your platform is because that's what you know caught my attention to reach out to you because you know, I love your content. So, but now I'm gonna switch it up on you. So you told us mm -hmm. about yourself and. English or Aussie. Now, tell us about Amiga Mia in Spanish. In Spanish? Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> she's like, oh shit, okay, yeah. Oh, um, it's gonna be yeah, Spanglish but... today. It's gonna be Spanglish. <laughs> I'll make it easy for you. We'll make it Spanglish, half ass Spanglish, you know, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll make it. I could get by. Obviously, you yeah. know, Cynthia's a more, she's more elegant. elegant I can't even fucking talk. Eloquently. It's coquito. Stop drinking that coquito. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> I got to finish this bottle. Um, but yeah, so I want to, you know, like, touch that Amiga Mia. And of course, you know, we'll spice it up and go Spanglish if you feel comfortable. Or if you want to keep it all Spanish, then we'll keep it all Spanish. It's up to you. No, let's do it. Let's so, do it. So, I mean, how did you come up with the concept Amiga Mia? Empecé con Amiga Mia. Primero. Nombre, amiga mía, es porque yo tenía una página, no, yo me fui um, a mi trabajo okay. en el, o no sé, a, algunas personas también en, en Latinoamérica le, le llaman micro, pero bus, bus, wow, wow, y bus, camión, camión me pasa, me, me, me toma una o dos horas a ir a, de mi casa al trabajo, y... Wow. Todos los días estaba buscando en el social media videos o, o fotos o algo de cosas de Latinoamérica. Porque sí, sí. yo no Chile, siempre me fui a Argentina y también a Colombia, pero nunca a Chile. Entonces me, me, me gustaba buscar cosas. Y después me, like, sharing it a, a mis primos, mis amigos, um, you know, amigas, lo sí, que sí. sea. Y después me dijeron, oh my God, this is you know, super funny, me gusta... Um, quiero ver más, entonces por eso eh, empecé la página de Amiga Mía y se llamaba Latina Lifestyle okay. porque no mm. sabía que como, porque como cosa todo del lifestyle, eh, you know, de landscape de Latinoamérica, comedy, cosas, videos de bailando y después una prima mía me dijo, ay Michelle, siempre eh, mi mejor amiga porque siempre me está mandando videos de, 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 de estas cosas funny, de, lo que pasa, sí, sí. 
Entonces ahí me puse como, oh my God, amiga mía, yo soy la amiga que está sharing todo esto, este content. Y okay. me, uh, what's it called? I asked someone in, 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 en Estados Unidos a hacerme el, el dibujo, okay. el drawing, y le mandé un, un, un foto de mí. Y o sea, eres mira, tú. Yeah. El logo yeah. tuyo de, de amiga mía, ese eres tú. La oh. Sí, sí. Oh, le mandé qué un... chévere, qué chévere. Hacelo como un sketch y sí, pone sí. estos colores. Y vas a ver también que los colores son como más brillantes, más como, you know, Latinoamérica para colores así como rich. Sí, sí. Ajá. Sí, y ahí tengo mi logo, amiga mía, y me puse a, también a, a un poquito de advertising y puse a toda la, la gente en Australia que le gusta J-Lo, Maluma, Latinoamérica. Y fui como 5 dólares cada semana a hacer advertising. Okay. Y después empecé a crecer. Pero lo más que crece es cuando yo busco un video que, que es funny o que tiene algo que, como comedia. Y después como te, te los manda a todos los amigos. O sí, si, sí. ¿Cómo se llama? Y te tag. They tag their friends. Yeah. Uh -huh. Y ahí empezó. Y después, y ahora en, en Facebook tengo uh, 50, no, 60,000. Uh. Y en Instagram ahora tengo 7,000 y en TikTok lo, ahora estoy em, empezando a, a subir cosas en el TikTok, en TikTok para generación nueva. Oh, wow. Uh -huh. ¿Tú qué pasas jóvenes. ocupada entonces you know, subiendo uh, pues esos videos de, you know, porque yo te sigo, como te he dicho, yo I follow you y, y llevo tu, pues, tu video, pero, pero tú tienes acento argentino, ¿no? Yo, estoy en el bueno, argentino. yo estaba con un argentino por seis o siete años oh, y me fui a China por como seis meses a buscarlo. Eso es otra historia, pero oh. no hay... <risa> <risa> eso es para otro podcast. Eso es para otro podcast. Uh, <risa> you know what? He gets no shout out. <risa> He gets no shout out. <risa> Name. <risa> we'll bleep him out. <risa> So, bueno, te fuiste a Argentina y pero lo que me gusta de tu de tu página es que, you know, que son cosas positivas que tú hablas ahí de tu cultura y por eso como te he dicho, you know, que quería conversar contigo para ver, you know, cómo es la cosa allá, cómo es la cómo es la vida ahí y y, y siendo latina, you know, como a, hablamos en inglés, por eso fue que se me hizo interesante hablar contigo o you know, charlear o however you want to call it. Um, yeah. You know, it's just interesting. So, you know, and I love that you you promote the Latin vibes. Mm. You know, so por eso fue que me, me llamó la atención y, y le dije y le dije a le digo, mira, encontré a esta chica y me gusta lo que ella pone y, you know, quiero hablar con ella para ver cómo You know, Hay que platicar con ella un ratito, me dice, a sí, ver sí. qué nos cuenta. <ríe> pues, pues claro, claro. Y pues, you know, y, y me encanta lo que tú haces, ¿me entiendes? You know, promover por la cultura latina en un país donde tú dijiste que son un medio millón de gente en todo ese país. You know, y pues, you know, te, y que me... los mexicanos son la minoría. That blows my brain. No, it's not. A, that's a good thing. There's plenty of Mexicans out here. You know what? Just, just finally. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. You know, tengo la curiosidad. Like, I feel like I, I've, I've always wanted to go to Australia, right? I've always wanted to visit Australia. 
Australia New Zealand. Los dos han sido un sueño para mí to go and visit. Um, pero a mí me gusta mucho el ecotourism, right? I want to go and snorkel and dive, and I want to go see all the, the, the natural things and no se diga New Zealand. Pero siento como que después de platicar contigo, quiero ir para sentir what it's really like to be like such a rare thing in Australia, right? Because soy mexicana y aquí sales a la calle y ves otros mexicanos. There's like, you know, whole parts of town that are filled with Mexican people and there's Mexican restaurants y todo eso. Pero me gustaría saber cómo es ir a un lugar donde eso no existe. You know, I've been to Asia, I've been to Iceland, and it's kind of the same, but for some reason I never thought that that was actually something in Australia as well, and I would love to hear it. Hold on. I'm you sorry. Gonna I, say I, I, yeah, no. Before Michelle speaks, I don't appreciate you, your name dropping, all these exotic places you've been, as in like, oh, I've been <laughs> in Iceland. I've been in Thailand and Qatar. What now? I don't appreciate you. Oh, you know, I've been in hey. Iceland. I've been, uh, I'm like, Keep so? Up. Keep up, Obi. Keep up. I'm working on it. I'm just a different part of the world. <laughs> we we go, can go together. I go to the hot. I mean, you went to the cold. I mean, I nobody was name dropping <laughs> except, he, oh, yeah, I've been here, been there. I'm like, bro. That wasn't the point. The point I was just trying to say, like, I know that there's other places in the world like that, and I've been to them, but I've never thought that that was part of Australia. So I want to piggyback that because I have a friend, Joe, shout out to Jesse. She lives in Korea. She's been living out there for a while. She's mm. tall, curly hair, you know, great fit. But, like, she also struggles to fit in Korea because Korea, you know, they're all petite and, you know, tiny. And she's yes. Latina. You know, she got curva peligrosa. But for the Koreans, hey. they think <laughs> that she's, like, juicy. very juicy. The Koreans think that she's, like, obese or, like, she's fat. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, bro, like, are you fucking crazy? Like, any dude in the States would be like, yo, what's up? Come through. But over there, like, they run away from her because, like, she struggles with that. Even in her love life, you know, like, guys, either they're very picky or they feel intimidated because she's Latina, curly hair, brown skin. So that's all. I just want to piggyback off of what, you know, Cynthia said that she wants to go visit or Australia, being that there's, like, like this much of, you know, Mexicans out yeah. there. Yeah, well, um, so first of all, if you come to Australia, you have to go to the Great Barrier Reef because that's due to yeah, it's um, due to die out. Unfortunately, it's a big um, you know, it's a national treasure for us. So if you, that's where you got to go, hundred percent. Um, yeah, but just to um, just to yes, yeah, so elaborate on that point is so because growing up we were uh, there wasn't good level of representation for us. Um, it, that's when it was really difficult and we weren't, um, let's say, orgullosa, they said Latina, or people didn't know what we were or who we were, what we were about. Uh, but mm -hmm. now I feel like this generation has grown and the first gens are starting to have these discussions, make a lot of noise. For example, I'm not the first gen Latina to come on a platform, broadcast out that we in Australia, we exist, this is what we like. It's starting to change the narrative a lot. And I feel like yeah. now Latinas are really not, and I don't want to say put up on a pedestal because that's not right. It's more so that um, we are embracing who we are. We love what we look like and people can see that. People can see that we're showing up with, because before it's, well, you know, Latinas, they, they, we're, we're passionate, but passion can come across as um, aggressive, aggressive or 
abrasive. Um, and that's the other the disparity between Aussies. Aussies are calm, relaxed. You know, they mirror the UK kind of way of, of operating and thinking. And the Latinas come through with passionate, feisty, but it's not a negative <laughs> we are. And they didn't yeah. understand. Now, instead of masking that, we now embrace it and we show the positive side of it. Like passion is about dancing, it's about food, it's about drinking, it's about familia. No es para porque quiero hacer una mala persona, es porque I want to enjoy my best life. Um, and that's why I feel like also with the digital world now, our generation, the digital world, we are now in a better place. And um, yeah, I think that we're being more celebrated as well. That's amazing. And if they want to put Latinas on a pedestal, the more the reason I want to go. <laughs> you should go name hey, dropping again. You should go name dropping again. <laughs> yeah. Way to keep it humble. Way to keep a humble show going. But no. Nah, it's, it's that Latina going. fire. Get over it, Obi. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I've enjoyed this conversation very, very much, Michelle. I think it's been, um, it's been really interesting to hear your perspective and, like, how things are much different than we generally experience them there. So thank you. Likewise, I, I um I, I say often to my counterparts, like we, we we look to the US for for direction and guidance. Like to be really honest with you at the moment oh, in no. the community at the the discussion around Latinx and what huh. you know I mean for us, do we also identify Hispanic? I know Hispanic is well used in the US. We don't use that. Do we need to? Mm -hmm. um, and we look for to the US for guidance because you guys are always constantly challenging the status quo. And we love that, you know. We love that that's being challenged, and we can look up and, you know, yeah. Well, so I like. To the I want to ask that because on your page it says Latinx. So, what are your thoughts? I'm opposed to it. I'm old school when it comes to something, you know, certain things. You know, it's black and white. There's none of this middle shit, you know. So, what is your views <laughs> on Latinx? He's from Texas, also, by the way. No, to be fair, to be honest with you, up until last week exactly the same and it's not to say that now I'm 100% Latinx at the moment I'm just testing the waters um, I'm understanding there's a, hu there's a huge portion of um, the community who are now embracing it, they're understanding it um, they're getting to learn what that means um, and there's a, I would say the greater majority of the Australian community that follow me, I can only speak to that portion they like, fuck no it's Latina, Latino and that's it thank you um, and they're also very opposed to, for whatever reason, Hispanic. You know, we don't use that in, in Australia. No one refers to us as that. We, we strictly Latino, Latina, that's it. Um, mm. But definitely a lot of people are starting to challenge that. I, 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 as a, someone who has so many followers, it's almost like there's an expectation on me to, to listen, to understand, um, to give voice. Uh, and I'm going through my own journey with this, you know. When I posted yeah. that Latino, I had a lot of people reach out to me. Yo, what are you doing? What the fuck? Like, don't do that. You know, like that. That leave it to someone else. And then I'm like, okay, I understand you. But equally, I have someone else saying, hey, I'm like, you, 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 literally cutting me out of the picture by doing this. Like, why? What about me? What do I? Fit I mean, in? there are some people that that take it to the extreme. You know, it, me, I'm either you're Latina or Latino. There's no in between. Either you had. I mean, maybe this is wrong of me, but. Fuck it. People, brown people that don't speak Spanish, I don't consider them Latino. I consider them white. I'm sorry. What? Yes, I'm sorry. I do. Okay. I, I have some friends that are like that. I fuck with them. I love them. 
but it's kind of like my bro. brothers are like that. So it's kind of like, listen, man. I mean, like, yeah, to understand, that's fine. But in my old school ways, or just like, if you can't, because that thing is a, I'm gonna get in trouble. But fuck it, I don't care. It's my show. <laughs> I guess you are. You're digging yourself a hole. That's okay. But you know what? Like, this is why I love doing these type of podcasts because, like Michelle said, you know, she's learning about it. You know, she's open to it as I am. Um, I myself am, am open to it, but but there's some people that take it hardcore. It's like, bro, That's it, it, it's not that serious, bro. I mean, it's either you're Latino, Latino. If you want to add the extra, that's fine, you know. But I'm still gonna call you Latino, Latino. Whether you want to get offended or not, I'm sorry, not sorry, but we won't just we won't touch that subject. But there are some people that take it to the extreme, and so going me, it's kind of like you know, like brown people who who wanna take this whole well, I'm Latin. Yeah, but you can't speak a speak of Spanish. So are you still Latin because of your last because name? Latin or because Latin is of the... a culture, not a language. Well, some... no, bueno. That's the uh, argument. I'm, I'm just. No, no, I'm no okay. No, no, I'm saying, but, you know, okay, Spanish. You know, okay, Latin's a culture, but Spanish is the tongue. Yeah. You know, okay, so, okay, are you Spanish? Spanish from, like, Spaniard? Hispanic, like whatever. from España? I mean, like, if you want to break... This is part of the, what you were talking about, Michelle. Like, there's so many perspectives <laughs> and, like, so many arguments, and we argue with each other. And this goes back to what you were saying, the reason why I brought up the Hispanic from España. When I was a kid, I remember I heard that the term Hispanic came from the Hispaniola, um, like the land of Spain. And so anybody who was descendant of people from Spain were Hispanic. I don't know if that's true or not, but I remember being taught it in like third grade or something. And since that day, I was like, I will never refer myself to as Hispanic. So it's interesting that you brought up like, you know, what are all these terms? What do they mean to people? Why they use? Why they're not used? I think there's so many reasons behind why people would and wouldn't use certain terms. I mean, right? Obi and I might not agree. I get it because you want to because you want to fit in something. But it's like, bro, I mean, listen, like. You're Latino, Latino. Like, why you got to add X to it? I mean, just because you don't speak the language or because you can't fit in. It's like, well, like, I mean, you're Latino, Latino. Like, does it matter Mira, whether there's X to it behind it or not? Te voy a decir como me, como me ha enseñado mi mamá. Cada quien hace de su culo un papalote, right? So everybody can do whatever the heck they want, refer to themselves however the heck they want. Yeah, I can't, I can't translate that in Michelle because I don't know. That's... <laughs> That's a different Mexican yeah. lingo for me. <laughs> no, but I understand that, like, yeah. even both of you, like, and myself included, when we are coming into these forums that are being, you know, sorry, I look fly, um, available public, um, and, you know, it's broadcasted to, you know, a huge group of people, they sort of look up to, well, who's going to fight my story? Who's going to help me stand where I fit in? Um, and that's, that's the challenge that I'm going through, like, and what I've started to do now on my Instagram stories is put these polls out. What do you identify? Latina, Latino, Latinx, Hispanic, Latino, Latino living in Australia or Latin Americans Australia. And that just shows me that there's definitely a majority, but it's not like a 90% majority and 10%. It's like a 70% majority, 30% think the other way, which tells me that 30%, that's a decent amount of people yeah. who feel displaced. Um, and then it comes back to that old battle, like, is, well, is that my place? 
do I need to do that? Do I need to change my views and my way of thinking? Should I? Like, it's a whole thing. Well, I was going <laughs> to yeah, ask. It's, it's a complicated topic for sure because there's no way that you can boil down so many perspectives into one opinion, right? So I was going to so, ask, like, being an influencer, how do you carry all that weight on your shoulder? Because you got your personal life, you got your professional life, but you also have your social media life and well, your personal love life. So how do you juggle or balance all of that? You know, having 6,000 followers on, on one media and having another couple of hundred thousands on another one. So how do you manage all of that? Oh, it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so fortunately, yeah. me, it's what I love doing. So in the morning, like I, that comes naturally to me. Um, I do notice that like, if I forget one day or two days of posting content, I'll get like a DM, like, oh, you know. You're slacking. Like, where are you? Yeah, you're slacking. And I'm like, okay, no worries. <laughs> I don't need um, <laughs> Like, say but, no more. I got like people are watching you with like a clock. Like, a, it's like, you're not on schedule. You need to get to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just balance. Like, it's like I do Amiga Me in the morning and then I do my nine to five. And then at nighttime, I do my, um, like my other stuff. And it's just, I have, like, I'm very routine, very structured person. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I just I just go, 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 go all the time. But I also do have a sense of, and I always have this sense of influencing, but not as the word influencers use today. I feel like the word influencer now is almost being tainted okay. in it with a negative, so to speak. Like, it's like your influencer, you're showing your, your ass and tits to the world. Like, that's what we say in Australia, you know, you know ass and tits. Um, but, um, yeah, like, I, I, that's not for me. <laughs> that's oh, not we get your mind out of the gutter. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> Why has it got to be me? Why can't it be you guys mind a gutter? Because you're the one, as soon as you said ass and tits, you got this big old grin on your face and you're just like, mm-hmm. I saw well, it. Damn it, this I, is my show. Damn it, this is... This... <laughs> she, Michelle said it. You know, she said it. You know, she brought it up. I agreed with her. I'm not going to be like, oh, no, no, no. Come on, you crazy? <laughs> I applaud that. <laughs> Sorry about his interruption. Keep going. No, like, cause I'm a, like, I don't, I'm not an influencer in that way, but I'm an influencer in the sense that I, I know I've got certain like innate capabilities to influence and motivate people. I always have since I was very little. I need to use it for, for good, right? Um, and good by, you know, fight for my people, so to speak. So, and I will, and I, I won't stop. That's what drives me every day. So, you're not a Latina. You're a Latinx. So. You- you're not an influencer. You're an influencer X. Is that what I'm getting by <laughs> and all of this shit? Is that what I'm getting? No, I am. Listen, I'm the asshole. I mean, I'm the I'm the one that asks the question nobody asks. So again, it's okay. So you're not an influencer. You're not a Latina, but you're a Latin X. So you're an influent X. Hey, at the moment, I am very much Latina. It's just okay, about good. where. Welcome Latinx. back. Welcome back. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> I was sad that you had gone from it. I was sad that you had left us for you know for a minute. But welcome back. <laughs> I, I was just making listen. I mean, a lot of people say that you know when I have people on my podcast that yo like you ask a question that nobody wants to ask. That's why I asked Cynthia to come on this show because she'll be the. I'm sure she has notes. Did you take notes or like or write stuff down? Ew. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I I got nothing besides my bottle and a bottle of water having her on like I was like let me ask her because we did one last week and I mean 
it was great chemistry. You know, we, I got the sense that we like balanced each other out. I was like, you know what? I'm asked to come I on. I keep things on track and he just clouds. Like, exactly. Just exactly. Because cause that's what my show is about. You know, I like to be cool, calm. Like, that's what I told you. You know, we we'll get a drink. We're going to chat. Because you know, I want you to feel comfortable. Open conversation. Yeah, like in your own environment. I mean, like I want my guests to feel comfortable. So I'm just like, all right, cool. You know, well, so yeah. So I asked the questions that like, you know, she probably wouldn't ask or I'm sure she would, but, you know, she'll be politically correct. Fuck that. I'm not. I'm just calling it like it is, you know, like, yo. So, but anywho, that's another topic. I'm just but, more refined than you. More refined. Well, you are <laughs> older than me. So, yes. Fine wine, my friend. Fine wine. <laughs> oh my god. So, so yeah. So go back to Michelle. So, I also noticed you have a podcast. I did. Yeah. Oh, you did. What happened? Yeah. Past- oh, it's too much effort. Like I don't know because my, my podcast. Well, like so my <laughs> podcast about like an insight into what it's like being a Latina in Australia, my age, and the experience I went through. How old are you? But uh, I'm 31. Oh. Oh my gosh, she's a baby. Oh, thank you. I thought that was going to be all. Um, girl, no. no, girl, you're just a little baby. Come on. <laughs> Notice how she went like that. Uh, Notice how she went like that, right? Hair flip. She's, that, yeah, she straight up, hua, hua. We do that. Two, not just one, but those. She straight up, hua, hua. Yes. She's like, in your face, like, psh, psh. yo, <laughs> I'm sorry. Perdón, perdona, perdona, por favor, perdona. No quise insultarte, perdón. But go ahead. Um, yeah. It was, a, it was a podcast and then what I noticed was like I don't know like I don't I maybe you need to have a second person there I wasn't sure who that was going to be I wasn't ready yet to tell my stories um but the, the safe thing about being on social is you take bite-sized videos yeah uh, and it's more orchestrated where I feel like on podcasts you really have to be um like you, you there's depth to what you're communicating yeah and I don't know. I, I didn't. I wasn't ready yet. I wasn't ready yet. Let's put it that way. Okay. No, I mean, because I was, I was looking around and I was like, I want to share the podcast. And I, I'm looking at. Well, I'm stalking you right now. I'm looking at your thing. I was like, and then I saw some. I heard some of your shows, and I was like, okay, like 2020, 21. I'm like, shit, it's been a long time since since you like uploaded something. So I find that a good way, you know, to to you know. To conversate, you know, because people don't have these anymore. I mean, hell, like two strangers, you know, one's in the Northwest and you're already into tomorrow. So it's like, well, Shelly, who does that? You know, we do, but, you know, whatever. So, yeah, no. it's a good medium to like expand conversations about all kinds of things, for sure. Yeah, I really like it. I think one of them was about um, how we in the Australia growing up, the only representation we had of Latinas was Selena, right? Like, you know, I grew up listening to and watching Maybe Selena. She was a goddess and she was everything, but no one he knew who she was. Really? You know, no. So for her, they're like, who's Selena? You know, <laughs> they, they didn't, they referred to Beyonce and those, you know, back in the 90s yeah. or whatever. So that, that was an experience for me because she was the one thing that I could look to and be like, I want to be like that. I want to look like her. She's beautiful. And, you know, that's, that's really perfect. Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, she was good looking at her age. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, because I'm older than y'all, so granny of the of the bunch. Uh, I remember when I was a kid growing up, there was this guy who would come on our, like, knock on your door and sell cassettes, right? Like, out of a, a big backpack thing. 
And I remember my first cassette that I bought with my own money was Selena. I think I still have it somewhere. I'll have to like dig it out, but yeah, she was a, she was a big deal here and apparently everywhere else. So that's great. Yeah. Know how I found out about her, but when I did, I was like, man, all my tias and primas and everyone, and I would dress like her, and, and then, yeah, and I told people about her, like, oh, Selena, la la la, and I'd be like, who's that? You know, they would, <laughs> could, couldn't, they couldn't recognize her or enjoy or celebrate yeah. her. I was like, oh. I'd meet <laughs> What about now? If you mention her now, is it still like people don't know who she is now, or are they still do? I wouldn't say so. I would say no, no. They, like, really? obviously, if Community, yes, and I feel like because people who like J Lo like know her because of the movie, of course. Um, mm-hmm. But people here know J Lo, you know. They look at her like that's the ideal Latina. When they think of Latina, they look at J Lo like ah, you do, you do yeah. ideal. And then sometimes I'm like J Lo's, yes, she's amazing, but you know she's not really she's not like Selena. <laughs> not Selena, not the um for me a true representation in a way, you know. Yeah. But, have you seen her series? What about, on oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I know. I was just going to, my, my brain is kind of thinking about, uh, you know, what, what it must be like to grow up and not have those, like, Latino role models, kind of, you know, people on TV that look like you, people that listen to the same music as you, et cetera, et cetera. And then I started thinking, well, what about, um, like, here we have Univision, we have Telemundo, um, TV stations, right? Univision, Telemundo, TV Azteca, Estrella TV from Mexico. There's so many is there anything like that in australia only uh, sbs um so that's like a radio station where they play like salsa music and they have the presenter like hola boys uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like do it, it again do 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 it again don't be shy now see you already cussed <laughs> on my show you already cussed so we already like passed that already you know once you cuss we're like we're tight now <laughs> <laughs> or like or like novelas how do you watch novelas? Like, do they not exist? Or, like, Andres no. Cantor, that, you know, whenever there's, like, a soccer goal, he's like, go! Oh. You know, that's just, like... There was um, a festival that would be, like, I don't know, like, once a year or something, and then there would be all the Latinos selling their cassettes and DVDs from, like, Chile, Argentina, you know, the crusty ones that, you know, every second, like, five minutes, there'll be a glitch. That's the <laughs> only... The crusty the one. Bootleg. Yeah, bootleg scratched up one. She said the oh, crusty yeah, one. Yeah. She's the crusty one. <laughs> I like. We all knew what you were talking about. Yeah, we. Right? Yeah, I so, knew the the yeah the crusty one. Walk me down the road from my house that still sells those. So, Lots yeah. of crusty CDs. Then <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the only. So then, and then all the radio station, you know. That's it. Or like my mom and my abuelas and my tias or my, my mom's family friends would have CDs and stuff that they would ship from Latin America and we would watch it because there was no subtitles. You know, I would be there like, you know, trying to watch it. And yeah, that's my only experience. We don't have now, obviously, because of Netflix and Stan and stuff. We we actually, to, to be honest with you, we have a lot in Australian Netflix. There's a lot of Mexican telenovelas, movies, TV shows, like that's big here. The Aussies now yeah. love it. Oh my God. You know, or like <laughs> like they find out that I'm like, um, I'm South American. They go, yo, yeah, I love Narcos, man. Like Narcos is the oh, best. God. <laughs> You're like wrong part of Latin America, but thanks. Uh, <laughs> and it's um, like the wrong thing to, to relate with Latin America. 
No, because it's you know? based on true events. It's based on but true events. But it's not. It's not a representation, an accurate representation of everybody in Latin America. I mean, yeah. well, okay. Y la Reina del Sur is that a good representation? Menos, but those are telenovelas. Like Days of what? Our Lives doesn't represent American people. Oh, I love that show, Days of Our Lives. Oh my love, novelero. Every once in a while, I, I will watch. Every once in a once in a while, disclosure, I will watch a novella or two. That's my guilty pleasure. It. They, I've the best. never watched novella. You know what? What was that, Michelle? I, I watch the novellas because, like, then afterwards I search the best moments and you can turn them into memes. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, man. Uh, novella. But, um, yo, man, like, for a minute, like, this has definitely been uh, interesting and definitely eye opening for me, you know, getting a Latina's perspective, you know, from different parts of the world. Um, I don't know. I met one Australian guy. He was a rugby player that played here in Dallas, but we were both paying speeding ticket and so we stayed right next to each other. So we <laughs> had a conversation. You know, big guy. Big, That's amazing. Big guy. And so, like, you're official Australian person that I've ever spoken to. So, thank you. And then, um... No, likewise. <laughs> like, really? I, I was being a smart ass, but okay. Oh. <laughs> As always. I think it's that delay. <laughs> There's a delay in the connection. <laughs> no, but you know, like I said, I mean, I want to reach out to you and uh, you know, to get your perspective, you know, from your eyes, you know, from what you've seen and what you've heard, you know, growing up in brown, big lips and black hair and up in J Lo butt to see what to like out there, you know. And I think you've definitely, you know, gave us a glimpse of, you know, what it is and also, you know, what you spread love and positivity on your social media and so you know, like that's what really caught my attention. I was, you know what? I need to reach out to her. So, again, you know, thank you so much for coming on. Definitely, has been a blast. You know, it's been informative. I hope it's been as fun for you. You know, like I said, it's you know very chill, relaxed environment. And of course, you know, big shout out to Cynthia, all the way in uh, o- Oregon, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Just making yeah. sure. Yeah. No, I I second what Obi saying. Like this conversation has been great and. I want nothing more to go to Australia than to go to Australia and open up a taqueria. There she go. Name That's going to be my again. goal. Please. So Please. before we end no, up, let's do it. So before we end up, I got to ask. <laughs> I, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I got to ask. What's the issue between New Zealanders and Australia? Uh, you know how, like, they say that, like, Brazilians speak Portuguese. It's like the weird-sounding version of Spanish. Okay. Um. Similar with Australians in New Zealand, um, like they they just pronounce things a little bit off, um, and they're always <laughs> off. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, so you guys half-ass your your English, and the New Zealanders are just off. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked up, but okay, we'll go with that. <laughs> my my, we call them Kiwis because Kiwi. that's the, the the dominant like. I don't know if it's, I'm probably saying this incorrectly, but the dominant bird or the national bird, or maybe it's not, but yeah. we call them Kiwis. Um, the Kiwis, they're amazing people, and but they're always like, it's always Australia, and the little cousin on the left hand, on the right hand side is New Zealand. Wow, <laughs> like, the little cousin. Yeah, you, you tag, you know, you've got to bring your, like, your, 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 your Thea says, come on, take your cousin. You're like, oh, all right, you know, come on. Yeah. Come on, Kiwi. <laughs> yeah, so I asked because here, well, in the States, it's like Mexicans and Salvadorians. 
Mexicans hate being called Salvadorians. Salvadorians hate being called Mexicans. It's like a rival we have, especially when it comes to soccer. Football is a huge rivalry between our countries. But I love Mexican food. And I, so- think it's, I think no Latin country person from one Latin country likes to be called a person from a different Latin country. Mm-hmm. Just like you, you can't call a Dominican a Cuban or a Puerto Rican a, a you know, Nicaraguan or yeah. Salvadoreño a Mexicano or a Mexicano a Chileno. You know, like everybody just likes to be where they're from, you know. No, well, yeah, but like because here in the States, you know, like if you're brown, you're automatically generalized as a Mexican. It's like, no, motherfucker. Right. There's other countries south of Mexico. <laughs> you know, there's a whole other continent, you know, south of Mexico. There's a whole other continent, you know, that. Me, like, I'm in, I'm down under. I'm in Australia, and I still get called a Mexican. You know what I mean? Get like, out of here. In... Shut the front no, door. I... God damn it. So my, um, I've got friends, like guy friends, and they, they, like, they find out I speak Spanish, and every time they see me, they're like, "Oh, what's up, Mexican?" Oh, I'm like, what? So they use it as a derogatory term? No, it's just like for them, it's like they associate speaking Spanish with a Mexican, and so, and I think that's because they don't really know all the other countries within Latin America. Is is my assumption? Um, but yeah, for them, it's just like Spanish, Mexican. You are Mexican. Oh, I'd be so pissed. Well, how off. very uneducated of them. Very, I'd be, I'd very. Be so mad. Uh, why? So how, do you, so how do you respond to that? You're like, do you sit there and explain to them like, no man, Chile is this little skinny ass, long ass country <laughs> along the side of South America, <laughs> you know, to la what's the southern point? It's something fuego, like the very, very southern point of Chile. It's something fuego. <laughs> I'm not sure, but I am. Um, no, I don't. I, I only educate those who I know I'm going to see consistently. Okay. Like I'm like. Rather you call me Latin American than call me Mexican, or like I actually go into um, like sometimes I'm like, why do you call me Mexican? Like is it because you you know you know that my background is Chilean, and then they start to for the most part they start to understand they're like oh okay cool and then they just you know change it, but there are some like people who just like they're just ignorant and they don't care and they just keep calling me Mexican. I'm like whatever, like I roll with it. I will be. I'm sorry. I, I had to. I'm sorry. Okay, I'll say like you know what? Just call me Latina going forward. You know, it's so easy. Yeah, Lat- yeah. No, I mean, so yeah. I wanted I wanted to ask because here, you know, I was like, bro, it's like you know, there's other countries south of you know, like South America. There's a there's a whole world out there. Not just because I'm brown doesn't mean I'm Mexican. So, but you're right. You know, it's just, if it's like these onesie twosies guys, there's no point in arguing with them because you know they're just like whatever. But if it's somebody that I see repeatedly and they keep asking, you know. Or they keep telling me that it's kind of like okay, let me give you a quick geography lesson. Like you know, there's stuff. Yeah, it's a good it's a good opportunity to educate somebody. Like they might just be saying it because that's all they they know, you know, mm-hmm. or that's that's what they've learned, that's what they've yeah. heard. But you can take the opportunity to say, hey, no, actually, there's more than just Mexican people. There's all this other kind of continent, correct? You know, mm-hmm. of, of Latin people. So kudos to you for using it as a education. A moment of education. Yeah, yeah I, I have to. If I don't, then yeah, the misinformation just continues to grow, and it goes against everything that I'm trying to do with the community. See, si, siempre quiero bailar thank you, con thank ellos. You. Thank you. All my, my gringa friends in Australia, Obi. In Australia. Just, like, all my, yeah, that's all fucked my up. Friends. That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> You've thing. never dated interracially, Obi. You've never dated like yeah, a Caucasian so woman. I dated, or a black woman. 
I dated an Indian girl, a South Indian girl. Um, I've dated black, Mexican. So you've gotten around, is what you're saying. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is that anytime that you have a relationship that's interracial or like you know from different cultures, it, it's always going to be a little bit of struggle. a struggle. Just to like you're no, I'm sure it is, but you know, I look at the upside. I think it's a beautiful thing when you know interracials get married together. You know, it, I think it's it, to me it's a beautiful thing when that happens. I don't know why. It's just it's a beautiful thing. You know, like two different cultures, two different. I don't want to say ideology, but just the culture in itself. You know, like your kids, they'll be able to speak Spanish and they'll be able to speak Afghan. You know, they'll be able to visit another country. You know, to visit his his parents or his other side of the family. Then you can take them to Chile. You know, like they can be they'll be well rounded, well cultured is what I'm trying to get. You know, because they got like two different cultures and like, oh, I want some, I don't know what Chile, what Chileans eat or, you know, Afghans, you know, I don't know what the hell they eat, you know, but they'll be, be like, oh, like I'm craving this or I'm craving that instead of just like, eh, you know, stick to it. This is like a different way to expand their horizons really because yes. their parents have two different cultures, right? So I think it's a beautiful Instead of just thing. having one. You know, so kudos to you yeah, guys, you know. And so I'm sure it's hard, you know, two different cultures trying to blend one, but. At the end of the day, as long as you guys love each other, you know, that's all that matters. You know, as long as you guys have each other's back and don't you know. forget as well, beginning of the conversation, I said like there was less than half a million of Latinos in Australia in total. So I didn't like the my options. Um, not that he's a bad option, but <laughs> the all the because you like so they're so far um like they're so scarce in a way. Like yeah. for me, there was maybe a bigger community would have gone a different way but yeah yeah it's just we're very like what you said at the very beginning of the call we're a melting pot australia yeah we're just a whole everything mixed into one yeah and I'm, i think it's a beautiful thing and with that being said you know i don't want to take a lot of your time but i like my guests to you know finish off with with whatever like uh an advice or you know just spread love and positivity to all those you know listening you know that have been hanging out with you know this long so before we go you know like what's one advice that you would give out to people or you know what's a you know something that you live by and you know that you hold on to that you know to get you through the day you know just you know words of wisdom a piece of wisdom yes so to speak. wisdom um so me for myself i never used to love and embrace who i am culturally um so now every morning I do do affirmations. So um, that being like, you know, I'm beautiful, I'm strong, um, I'm loved. And one of those is, again, orgulloso de ser Latina. There's a reason why I have that on my Instagram. Uh, I think that we need that to sink in. We need to say to ourselves, because a lot of us have own self-doubt because of the racism or the, um, the, 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 the bad things that we've faced. And you don't realize that, you can tell the world that you love being Latina. And I feel like a lot of people have this, like, I'm Latina and they embrace it, but they don't, deep down in, in themselves, they need to nourish their own beliefs as well. And I strongly encourage that you do that because you, then you'll live a far more fulfilled life. You'll start to, in my experience, understand the true meaning of why I'm here. I'm here to spread a message or I'm here to do a certain thing. Um, and, that's be, and you find that true uh, self or self-motivation or self-fulfillment when you start to nourish, nourish the, the inner calling or whatever it is. And for me, the minute I started saying every single day, 
orgullosa de ser Latina. I knew that what I'm doing at the moment this is for reason, is to be a voice for those who don't have a voice. And for that at the moment, it's the Latino community in Australia. Ooh, just drop it. Yeah, yeah. That is fire. That is fire right there. Awesome. Thank you, Michelle. Michelle, it's been great speaking again, to you tonight. Thank you so much, man. Um, it has been a pleasure and honor to speak to you. And, you know, like you just dropped some knowledge and fire. I mean, like all in one and keep spreading positivity, you know, on your social media. Like I said, I mean, I love what you're doing. Being Latina, you know, and a minority in a big ass country with seven states. Um, you know, it's it, I know it's difficult, but, you know, just keep going forward. You know, just keep doing you, you know, keep putting out there, you know, Diosa vibes out there because because what you're doing is definitely, it'll reach out to people, you know, and and with the whole Latinx thing, you know, I'm sure I gave you crap about it, but at the end of the day, it's just whatever you feel comfortable in, in your own skin, they just go with it. If it's with the A or with the X, it's whatever you feel comfortable in, you know, represent it, you know, and, you know, being you know, Chilean and in a big ass country like that, kudos to you, you know, and I give you roses for that, you know, because there's not too many people that are doing that nowadays. And if they do, a lot of them are doing it for popularity or for algorithms and the views, but it seems like you do it because, because you want to and it comes from a good place. Heart. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So with that being Let's said. Let's talk about those tacos. <laughs> I'm going to come to Australia with, with that being said, we out.